Welcome to Creepy Pasta Theater, a show where we explore the strange world of creepy pasta and urban legends. Join us as we hear tales best left untold, travel roads best left unexplored, and see sights best left unseen. Today's episode The Back Rooms. If you're not careful, and no clip out of reality in wrong areas, you'll end up in the back rooms, where it's nothing but the stink of moist carpet, the madness of mono yellow, and endless background noise of fluorescent lights at maximum hum buzz, and approximately 600 million square miles of randomly segmented empty rooms to be trapped in. God save you if you hear something wandering around nearby, because it sure as hell has heard you. This paragraph introduces us to a mysterious location called the Back Rooms. The most common image associated with this place depicts what appears to be an empty room illuminated by fluorescent lights. The floor is covered with a dull yellowish-brown carpeting. The walls are yellow with a subtle pattern. The photo is at a slight angle, giving the image an unsettling feel. It is not known where this location is, or even if it really exists. There is certainly a possibility that this image is the result of digital manipulation. Strangely enough, the photo we associate with the back rooms originally had nothing to do with the place it has come to represent. It originally appeared on April 21st, 2018 in a forum thread on 4chan about cursed images. On May 12th the following year, another anonymous 4chan user invited others to share pictures of places that feel off and posted the picture of the yellow room. Two days later, another anonymous user included the now-famous passage, and the back rooms were born. The phenomenon of the back rooms continued to grow, with many users contributing information on the various levels of the back rooms. But what are the back rooms And why have they become so popular in the realm of creepypasta? That is the question we will explore today. For the uninitiated, no-clipping is a term from video games describing what happens when a player passes through a physical object or barrier. Sometimes this can be done intentionally. Other times, it is completely accidental. When it does happen, a player might find himself able to reach areas that he would otherwise not be able to reach, or he could find himself falling in an endless void. So what then, you might ask, happens if someone no-clips out of reality? 
If you fail to clip, you find yourself in the back rooms. Originally, there were only three levels to this place. Level zero, also known as the lobby, is the first level of the back rooms. This is the level newcomers will start in. Level zero is believed to be one of the safer levels. There are fewer entities and several outposts of trapped humans that might be able to offer aid. The biggest threat here is perhaps the madness brought on by isolation, and those who succumb to the madness will eventually become a creature called an insanity. Level 1 is said to be similar to level 0, though the walls are often painted concrete and the floors can be made of tile, pavement, or even grass. The entity count is higher, though the level is still considered safer than many of the other levels. Sometimes, lights will flicker on and off, even going out for hours at a time, which makes level 1 very dangerous. This level is also entrance to a place called the Hub, a safe space where entities cannot enter. The Hub contains entrances to levels 0 through 2. Level 2, for a while, was the last of the known levels. This level is often described as being similar to a maintenance corridor. The walls and floors are made of concrete, and the walls are lined with pipes. Temperature in this level can be hot, even unbearable, often reaching 100 degrees or more. The entities here are very hostile and should be avoided at all costs. As the backrooms gained popularity, users on various forums and wiki sites submitted more levels. Some of these include Level 5, The Terror Hotel. This level appears as a luxury hotel from the early 20th century. The level is home to a group of people who disappeared sometime in the early 1900s, including famous pilot Amelia Earhart and Captain Edward Smith of the Titanic. This level is also home to a squid-headed entity that preys upon the sanity of travelers. Level 9, also known as the Suburbs. This level appears to be an infinite suburban area stuck in the midnight hour. But don't be fooled by the familiar appearance. This level is infested with hostile entities. Level 52 appears to be an endless hallway in a school. Travelers here can encounter entities called students and teachers, as well as an entity known as the principal. These entities are generally not hostile, and some will trade with travelers. Level 68, which appears to be a movie theater. However, those who sit down in the theater seats will slowly be consumed alive while watching the movie. Level 75, which appears to be a vast library inhabited by hostile librarian entities. 
Level 105 is a relatively safe level that resembles a gothic cathedral. And then, there is the extremely dangerous fun level. Whoops! Did I say dangerous? I meant safe. Come join us on the fun level! We have cake, and cookies, and ice cream, and party favors! Join us! We'll have so much fun together! So as you can see, fans of the backrooms have created a variety of levels. Some strange, some lighthearted, and some mysterious. But the fandom has not limited itself to just levels. They have also created many different items, entities, and organizations that can be encountered here. As we move on, let's ponder why the backrooms may have gained so much popularity in the short time they've been around. Some people have compared the backrooms to a liminal space or a heterotopia. So let's take a look at these two terms and explore what they describe. A liminal space is often described as a place of transition. It comes from the term liminality, which is the feeling of disorientation that can occur during a rite of passage. Consider a ritual meant to initiate one into a religion. After the ritual begins, the initiate is no longer truly among the ranks of the uninitiated, but they haven't quite crossed over to the realm of the initiated. At this point, the participant stands at the threshold between two worlds, of which neither he is truly a part of. Liminality could also be applied to physical places. Ancient religions often believed mountaintops and caves as a sort of liminal space. Each represented a halfway point, whether it was below heaven and above the earth, or below the earth but above the underworld. This quality gave them special significance, and many cultures from around the world have holy mountains and caves. The idea of liminality even extends to the afterlife, such as the Catholic belief in purgatory and the Muslim belief of El Araf. Both of these places are believed to be for souls who did not commit grave enough sins to deserve the punishments of hell, but did not do enough to earn a place in heaven. Despite their neutral state, these souls might still achieve salvation one day through the grace of God. In modern times, liminality has become attached to a certain type of photo that has gone viral on sites like YouTube and Reddit. While some people call these images liminal spaces, other people disagree with that term and just like to call them places that seem oddly familiar. These images usually depict things like empty school hallways, 
office buildings or vacant shopping malls. Usually, these pictures are low quality and have poor lighting. And for some people, they can invoke feelings of loneliness, isolation, or even nostalgia. For example, consider an image of an empty arcade. Now, for me, an image like this does invoke a sense of nostalgia. I grew up a child of the 80s. I spent my fair share of time in those establishments. However, for someone who grew up in later times, past the days of the golden age of the arcade, or who grew up in a place where arcades were not common, an image like this probably wouldn't invoke the same feelings of nostalgia that it does for me. YouTuber Solar Sands has a good video on liminal spaces, and I highly recommend you check it out if you are interested in that kind of thing. Heterotopia is a term coined by French philosopher Michel Foucault. If a utopia is a place where everything is good, and a dystopia is a place where everything is bad, a heterotopia is a place where things are different. Heterotopias are places that can be uncomfortable, but can also be places of transformation. A mirror is a good example of such a place. It shows us a reflection of the way things are. But while the mirror itself is real, the place it shows us is not. It is a reflection of our world, but not a place we can travel to. Prisons and mental asylums are also examples of heterotopias, as they are places that exist alongside the mundane world, but follow a different set of rules. Another common example of a heterotopia is a museum, as it is a place that exists within the current time, but houses relics of the past and preserves them. I would also argue that a place can be both liminal and heterotopian at the same time. A good example might be found in some neo-pagan religious rituals. A common practice is to create a sacred space. This is done by casting a circle. The participants will usually start by speaking invocations meant to keep out hostile spirits as well as invite in various gods to attend. Once the ritual is complete, the circle is withdrawn and the entities are dismissed. Similar, though not necessarily as elaborate, practices can be found in other religions as well. Regardless of the religion, the purpose of these rituals is to create a place that still exists in the physical world, yet at the same time becomes separate from it. Holy ground becomes a location where mortals can connect with the divine and where the sacred and mundane overlap, even if just for a short time. So how does this relate to the backrooms? 
because the back rooms are a place that is neither here nor there. It is a place that is somehow connected to our world, yet separate from it. It is a place that looks familiar, yet is alien at the same time. Find yourself there and you are like a soul in purgatory, not knowing if you are stuck there forever or if you will someday be saved. But perhaps what makes the back rooms a popular creepypasta is because it doesn't bring us face to face with a supernatural entity, but something far more basic. The fear of isolation. Humans are social creatures, so on a subconscious level, the fear of never being able to see one's home, one's family, or one's friends ever again is possibly far more terrifying than any monster we could possibly come up with. You have been listening to a production of the Eclectic Media Project. Please check us out on the web at www.eclecticmediaproject.com and on Podbean and iTunes. Find Scott and Chad on Twitter as well at EMP underscore Scott and at Chad EMP. We are on Facebook at Eclectic Media Project. Visit our publishing arm at www.poigamestudio and follow them on Twitter at POI Game Studio. Thank you and we look forward to bringing you more thought-provoking and enjoyable content.